Well, some of the crowd are on the pitch. What's going on, guys? This is Gary. This is Josh. Let's talk soccer. Okay, we just finished an insane finish to game week 18. Yeah. Uh, boy, Spurs impressed a lot. Put on a show. Put on a show led by Human Sun. Had a great match. Boy, I'll tell you what, man. He, uh, he killed it out there. Whoever had him on their FPL team must have done quite well because of him. And Kane, uh, one of the most captain players this week, certainly uh, didn't disappoint either. <clears throat> so um, Spurs are looking good. So we figured what we'd do is this, guys. Um, we're going to talk about game weeks 19 and 20 together um, because we're in a very condensed window of game weeks and quite honestly logistically for us would be nearly impossible to record an episode just for game week 20 um, after game week 19 ends. So um, we're going to take a look at this because this kind of all fits into an overall strategy too. We just got done with week 18 but weeks 18 through 21 all take place in a two-week span. So hopefully your team is set up uh, to be able to withstand that, which means having a strong defense. Yes. Right? Um, So by strong defense, what do I mean? I mean players that start regularly, consistently, um, play as close to 90 minutes a game as possible, and are sort of, uh, let's see, uh, play positions that are most likely to yield points. And by that, I mean a defender, for instance, someone maybe that is a, a wing back, like a Doherty or a Juan Basaka, a defender that's going to get forward, not only give you the opportunity for clean sheets, but also the opportunity for goals and assists. Yep. Uh, midfielder, definitely an attacking mid, not a defensive midfielder. Uh, and of course, a, a striker who is who is the target man and a guy that can uh, that can score some goals. So that's what we mean. So please make sure that your bench is good to go. One other thing: if you haven't used your wild card yet, you have six days from the time of this recording to do it. On the 29th, your first wild card expires. So this is a perfect time to use it because, like a free transfer. Wildcard does not carry over. So you use it or lose it. You will get a second wildcard. As soon as this first one expires, you'll get a second one. Um, But I would also recommend that you don't use that second one until the January transfer window has come and gone. Because you just don't know who's going to be moving around, maybe coming into the league, something like that. So, um, you know, players going out on loan, different things like that. So, you know, just a word to the wise. And if you have a question about um, more free hit or triple captain or bench boost chips coming in at the same time the new wildcard chip is coming in, the answer is no. Um, There is no or there are no second second half of the season versions of those chips. It's only for the wildcard. So now's a perfect time to get your team 
set up for these next three very condensed, frantic weeks of gameplay, um, and also get you set up for a successful January. Yeah. Right. Um, back to the bench thing. Another really, really good reason for having a strong bench is there will almost undoubtedly be squad rotations, player rotations, and injuries. Uh, with that many games being played in that short a time, uh, there will certainly be uh, enough, plenty of, of both injuries and player rotations. So you just gotta have um, just gotta have some depth on your team with your bench. Okay, so uh, let's first talk about um, just what an impressive week some of these players had, and maybe talk about you know was it a lucky one-time thing uh, or a very infrequent thing or, you know, is this someone who who can impress on a consistent basis? All right, so we're, we're just going to basically look at uh, players that generated, um, you know, near the top of amount of points uh, for game week 18, led by Sun, 21 points. Good get, do you think? Definitely. <clears throat> He's on fire lately. And, I mean, not only is he looking good, just the whole Spurs team in general is looking good. Well, they sure did. And um, just the whole team has been just on fire, and yeah. I think he's a great pick. I think Sun is a, is a really good investment as well. Um, towards the higher end, he's 8.5 million pounds, which almost certainly his price will go up um, at least once between now and game week 19. So if you're thinking about him uh, – now might be the time. I do have a slight concern about rotation with him. Um, he has been known to rotate a little bit, but I still think as long as you have a decent bench, uh, I think he's worth the investment. <clears throat> Lingard, second most points in game week 18 uh, with 18 points. Um, you know, a rejuvenated Manchester United uh, in the first game under their new manager. Yeah. Um, do you think, before we specifically talk about Lingard, do you think that this is a whole new Manchester United, or that was a one-time thing? No, I think it's. I think they've changed a bit. Um, I think it's just going to be different, simply in the fact that they're playing under a person that they want to impress. Yep. Not someone that they're sort of forced to play under. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, just from the way they played, it's just it wasn't really. It was just more like they wanted to right. just go play as a team, and it wasn't just every, every man for themselves. Yeah, much more attacking style yeah. of football as well, uh, which I think lends itself well to um, players like Lingard, who are on the attack. Mm-hmm. Um, like Sun, I think Lingard is a great investment. He's only 6.7 million pounds. Uh, his price will almost certainly go up you know, by, by this evening as well, if it hasn't already. Um, but definitely worth the investment. He has, uh, the ability to, like he did over the weekend, you know, knock in a couple, get some assists and really sort of be in the middle of, um, the middle of the, the point scoring for Manchester United. Yep. Um, Brooks, uh, midfielder for Bournemouth had 15 points, you know, at 5 million pounds, um, you kind of can't go wrong with him. Um, you know, that's a, God, 
and even if every once in a while he has a game like he did over the weekend where he got 15 points, um, you know, that's kind of worth, kind of worth uh, the investment for sure. The only concern is that Bournemouth have a hellacious uh, next couple of games. They play away at Spurs and then away at Man U. Um, so both of those are fours on the FDR scale. So a little bit of a concern there. But, you know, even if you keep him on your bench for depth, not a bad get. Yeah, and he's a great uh, differential player. Only 2.8% selection. Yep. Yep, good point. Uh, Van Dyke, what a game he had and Liverpool had um, to start off the game week. Looking good. Um, you know, he has a couple of other teammates that sort of rival him in terms of um, both price and uh, ability to score points. Robertson and the injured Alexander-Arnold, who will hopefully come back soon. Um, Van Dyke sure seems like a good investment to me. Um, Liverpool, at least for the for the Week 19 game, they play at home against Newcastle. I would expect um, Liverpool to play well both offensively and defensively. Yep. Also, Van Dyke is, uh, for Liverpool, he's one of those players that never really gets replaced. Yeah. Uh, like Alexander-Arnold, even though he's injured, he's not always a 100%. Right. But Van Dyke yep. is usually a good point. always starting. Very good point. Um, his price will, has already gone up, and I'm sure it will again too, um, as will Harry Kane's, who came in with 15 points as well this game week. Um, he has sort of hit his stride finally, it looks like. He's he's involved in a, quite a lot of goals, and um, I don't see that necessarily stopping anytime soon. Um, their next three game weeks, they play at home against Bournemouth, which is a three FDR. They play home against Wolves, which is a three FDR, and then they're away at Cardiff, which is a two for them. So I could see Kane having a lot of goals over that time. Like Van Dyke, um, rarely if ever rotated. Yeah, but <clears throat> there's no real replacement for him. Yeah. Um, and just he's just a beast. Yeah. Bit of a downside, $12.5 million is a lot of money. It's a lot of money. It's a it lot of money to And find. it's going to go higher um, yes. within the next 24 hours for sure. All right, Aubameyang at 13 points for the the game week. Uh, his After his performance um, for Arsenal this weekend, I would imagine that his £11.5 million price tag will jump up to 11.6 sometime soon. Um, you know... There's been concern about playing time and rotation between him and Lacazette, but it seems like Emery has decided that Aubameyang is going to be his go-to guy. Sometimes Lacazette starts alongside Aubameyang, um, but Aubameyang's always a starter. Yes. So worth the 11.5, soon to be 11.6 million? Uh, yeah, I think it is. <clears throat> uh, I mean, he's just been... Outstanding lately, yeah. and also just Arsenal. Even though the matchups aren't great, yeah, I think he can get the job done. I think for game week nineteen away at Brighton um, is definitely a good opportunity. They are away at Liverpool in game week twenty, so that should be interesting. But then game week twenty one, Arsenal are home against Fulham, so I would uh, definitely captain. Aubameyang for that game if you have him or if you're going to get him. All right, um, Pogba, another Manchester United player that had a great weekend. 
13 points for him. He's at 7.8 million pounds. Um, his ownership will certainly grow, as will his price some. Um, what do you think about Pogba? He's a he's a pretty solid player. I I feel like there's a, there's better options that are maybe even a little bit cheaper than 7.8 million. Yeah. Um, and he's even though yeah he did have three assists, he still plays a bit further back at times. Yeah. Even though he does go on the attack a lot, he can a lot of the times be seen playing like a defensive midfielder. Yeah. Um, where I feel like you can get players that are a bit cheaper for him. Yeah, it may be one of those things where you sort of sit and wait a little bit um, just to see where he's going to settle in uh, during the Man U attack. I'm not quite sure. Like you said, he may sit back a little more often. Great game this weekend. Um, uh, but I think he may be one to kind of sit back and, and take away. Only advantage maybe to having him if he does play in a more advanced role is that Man U for the these next three game weeks has an, a nice favorable schedule. They have Huddersfield at home in week 19, followed by Bournemouth at home and then Newcastle away in game week 21. So definitely, um, you know, if you're considering some Manchester United players, um, I think now's the time to do it. Um, let's see if there's anyone else really worth talking about here. I think um, Ben Foster in goal, had a great game for Watford. He earned 11 points. He's only four and a half million pounds. Um, now, they do, Watford do face Chelsea at home in game week 19. But then after that, uh, Newcastle at home and then Bournemouth away. So even as your second goalkeeper, um, I think Foster is worth it. Like, for instance, if you want to get rid of Matty Ryan... Uh, who will be going away in January for um, to play in the Asian Cup for Australia, uh, this may be a great replacement. Um, I think Fabianski is also a great replacement for him. Um, so you've got, a, you've got a couple of options there to replace Matty Ryan if you need to. Speaking of, Sun will also go in January to play with, with his country in the Asian Cup. So definitely something... To keep in mind, have a rotation plan um, or a transfer plan for him. Uh, let's see if anyone else is worth talking about. I don't. I don't think so. Oh, let's just uh, notably Kevin De Bruyne. Uh, he came off the bench and almost immediately scored a goal for Man City um, in a loss. Um, but he did. He did come back. I would suspect that he will be. Um, probably starting sometime here pretty soon. Yeah. Um, if not in week 19, then, then certainly after that. And when he does uh, get back to being a full-time starter, uh, that's going to have an impact somewhere in that Man City midfield. Yes, for sure. Somebody, Sterling, Sané, Bernardo Silva, um, you will see some rotation somewhere around there depending on how Pep lines up. So just be aware of that. Um, and then, of course, when David Silva comes back soon, that's going to just add to the rotation threat. So I think De Bruyne um, is a player that is least vulnerable to rotation uh, when fit. So we actually picked him up um, before game week 18, and that paid off well. Let's see if there's anyone else here worth talking about. I don't 
I don't think there is. Um, okay, so let's go ahead and talk about um, teams to look at. So we talked about some players that are on our watch list. Um, oh, let's talk about Rashford and Martial real quick, too, since we're talking Man U. All right. um, good investments? Uh, yes. I, w- I would say especially Martial. Yeah. He's, he's been just... He's been very good, despite what... Mar- under Even under Mourinho, he was mm-hmm. good. And um, I think under uh, Ogunar Solskjaer, mm-hmm. he will start um, every game. Yeah. Or near to every game. Yeah. So I think he'll be... Even with Lukaku back eventually and Alexis? Uh, yeah, um, <clears throat> it feels... I think that Sanchez is pretty much out of the equation yeah. when it comes to the team. And Lukaku is just about the same. Mm-hmm. So I think it would be more of him... When will he get benched for one game? Yeah. And like, when will he start? Gotcha. Okay. I think that makes sense. Um, I agree with that too. And, you know, Rashford, uh, I've always been impressed with him since the first time we saw him play, um, for Manu. I think he's got a lot of talent. If, and when Lukaku comes back, I think that will kind of, uh, throw a, a wrench in things a little bit, a little fly in the ointment of, um, potential rotation. But for now, I think he's a good get as well. All right. So we're going to talk about teams that you should be looking at and investing in some of their players over these next, let's say next two, if not three game weeks, because we should have a new podcast out before game week 21. So we can advise more there. And by the way, um, FDRs for all, for the next three game weeks, this condensed window, weeks 19, 20, and 21 are available at Let's Talk Soccer on our Instagram page. So, um, Make sure you check that out for reference. Save it and forward it on to your friends too. All right, teams that I think, if you're looking to make an investment, go for, you know, not just one week, but go for a couple or three weeks. Um, first one up, uh, Burnley. Next three game weeks, their FDRs go a three, a two, and a two. Anyone from that team that you think is worth, maybe Hart? Maybe, um... <clears throat> Hart rarely keeps a clean sheet, but he does make saves. Yeah. It's it's difficult to think of someone who's worth investing in, in Burnley. Yeah. Especially, Hart is a good player, except there are players that are of a similar price. Like, yeah. Like uh, Fabianski. And uh, Foster. Yeah, as we said. Yep. Who probably will do a better job. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Cardiff. Uh, next two game weeks, they have a two and a three for game weeks 19 and 20, but then... Uh, they play Spurs in game week 21, but for these next two game weeks, uh, weeks 19 and 20, anyone from there, even like a bench player, maybe a Patterson or a Camarasa? Yeah, probably one of those two. I yep. wouldn't suggest starting them. Camarasa is good because he takes penalties. Yep. So if there's one of those, he'll be on that. Yeah. But really, Cardiff just aren't that good. No, they're not. But but those two players, I think, as bench players, uh, because they do play, and they're decent for price. They're very yeah, they're very good on price, and at the very least, you're getting probably two points a game, so better than better than none or one. Yeah. Um, Chelsea are looking really strong. Um, the next three game weeks, they play away at Watford away at Crystal Palace, and then home against Southampton. So a three, a two, and a two, respectively, for their FDRs. Um, 
Hazard leads the pack in players to invest in there. Um, Marcus Alonso is becoming uh, a player that is on a lot of managers' uh, potential transfer out lists. He hasn't been producing. Uh, Chelsea haven't been keeping clean sheets. Um, although, the this past game week, week 18, and then week 17, Alonso had shots in each game that hit off the post. So, he's finding the goal. It's just not... Uh, yeah, it's just not falling for him. So I think we'll, because of this stretch, I think he's worth hanging on to. Um, Everton, despite uh, Pickford's howler today against Spurs and just sort of an overall lackluster performance by the team, they do have a nice schedule coming up. Um, a two, a three, and a three in game weeks 19, 20, and 21. Um what about players from there? Is Richarlison still? Uh, yeah. If uh, if you have him in, in your team already, I would keep him. Yeah. And uh, maybe Walcott, Covered Lewin, even if you want a cheap backup striker. Yeah, a backup striker for sure. If if he's going to play, but again, he doesn't play consistently. So um, he did play today or start today. Um, but uh, I think Dinier, mm-hmm. uh potentially. I I don't think I would. I don't think I would go after Pickford or even keep him necessarily if I had him. He's just uh, – he's making silly mistakes. I think he's yeah. made like three three stupid mistakes that have resulted in goals so far this season. Um, but some good players to pick, especially with the schedule they have coming up. Uh, Fulham have a little favorable kind of stretch here in game weeks 19 and 20, especially um, home against Wolves and home against Huddersfield. Um Mitrovic. Yeah, he's really the only person from Fulham. Sherla? Maybe. Yeah, but I wouldn't go yeah. after him. If, mm-hmm. um, all right, let's see who else we got. Liverpool, uh, week 19 is nice for them, home against Newcastle. So certainly you know what players to pick up or hang on to from there. Uh, but then week 20, they're home against Arsenal. And then week 21, they're away at Man City. So just keep an eye on that. Speaking of Man City, next two game weeks are really good for them. Uh, they have a three and a two, respectively. Leicester City away, and then Southampton away. I would expect that after this loss to Crystal Palace, they are going to come out um, just trying to light it up. Yep. So definitely worth investing. I think De Bruyne is a player to invest in. I think he will probably start um, based on his performance. He's played a few games now. Uh, in a row for Man City, he looks fit. He's obviously sharp because he's scoring goals. So I say go grab him. Man U, um, especially if they maintain the form that they're in, next three game weeks are great. Uh, a two, a three, and a two on the FDR scale. We talked about what players to invest in there. What about defensively? Uh, defensively, they haven't been that good, really. Any players um, worth investing in? Uh, maybe Ashley Young. Even though he hasn't been great on keeping clean sheets, mm-hmm. he does seem to get forward a lot. Yeah. And he could do something. And really, if the defense does can sort of not make silly mistakes, right. they're really not that yeah. awful. Yep. Uh, Spurs, we already talked about some. Uh, next three game weeks are fantastic for them. A three, a three, and a two. On the FDR scale, we talked about what players to invest in. Also defensively, Trippier... Um, you know, he's on free kicks. He got an assist today. 
um, on a free kick and likes to get forward. So I would say um, he's a great uh, defender to invest in. West Ham, uh, three twos on the FDR scale in a row. Um, so weeks 19, 20, 21 are all twos. Um, Chicharito had a bit of an off game, yeah. but if you've already picked him up, I don't think it's worth getting rid of him necessarily unless you are going after someone like a Rashford, for instance. Um, but I wouldn't go get him mm-hmm. proactively. Uh, Felipe Anderson should do well in this stretch, as should um, uh, Fabianski. Yep. And, um, yeah. That's yeah, that's about, about it. it for them. Uh, Balbuena is good, but I think he's having some issues as of late. And then for Wolves, um, they have a FDR of two and a two on either side of game week nine. Or sorry, game week twenty, um, which is away at Spurs. But for game weeks nineteen and twenty-one, they're looking good. So uh, the usual suspects: Jimenez, um, Doherty. Uh, Patricio, possibly. Um, Johnny has been looking pretty good. He likes to get forward as well. Um, And maybe even Neves as a bench player. Yep. All right. So that's going to do it for that. That's a lot of information to take in. We've talked about players to invest in over the game weeks coming up and um, in teams to uh, look at and then dig deeper to invest in their players. We've even talked about how to staff up your bench properly. Um, All of this information can also be found at Let's Talk Soccer on our Instagram page, which is also at Let's Talk Soccer. Um, I think that's going to do it. That's about Um, it. We want to say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. To everyone. Uh, We'll be back, probably back before the new year, I would like to think. Um, But we hope everyone has an amazing holiday uh, with your family and friends. Uh, It's an excellent time of year especially with a fantastic son like the one I have sitting next to me right here. Um, He's a bit of a a smelly 14-year-old sometimes, and he likes to beat up on his old man. Uh, But otherwise, pretty good kid. Um, So that's going to do it, guys. Thanks for everything. If you haven't started following us on Instagram, please do. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, please do. Um, And give us feedback wherever, however, whenever. All right, guys, have a Merry Christmas, and until next time we say peace, peace, goodbye.